Welcome to We're Talking. We have an opinion about everything, and it means absolutely nothing. Now, here are your hosts, the rocket surgeon and the brain scientist, but we're not sure who's who. Craig Malasa and Josh Jacno, they're talking. Welcome back to We're Talking. Craig Malasa and Josh Jagno and Jay Walker, voice of the Cajuns. So we're only down to one pool now. Pool C, the Raging Cajuns, App State and Texas State. Two state schools, which are all state schools, but stating their name versus one that just plain old Louisiana. So you got to love it. You got to, right there, you got to say, hey, we're unique. We're going to be better than you, and we're going to punch you in the face, and we're going to move on. App State, you're too damn cold in the winter, and no one wants to go there and play. Although I was impressed with their field the other day. I watched uh, South Alabama. South Alabama closed out there. I forgot who closed out there that, that, that last weekend, and it looked beautiful. It was South Alabama. Well, you know, Texas State is the Coastal Carolina of the West. Right. All right? This was a team that was picked to win the division. They're like 13 games under 500. What the hell happened to them? Now, I will say this. You know, Wuthrich missed like 39 games and and he's he was kind of one of the guys that made him go he's back now and i think that they fed off that the weekend that we played them because that was that was his first action yeah um but i think it, it wound up being a little bit of fool's gold texas state when they when they go out and pitch they can be very difficult to beat but you talk about, you know, we talked about Coastal, that they're trending up right now. This team is trending so far down. I mean, they've lost eight in a row. Yeah. Um, you know, they, you know, Coastal, that they took Coastal to extra innings one time, but Coastal got two in the ninth, one in the tenth. And they just, they just not, they just not played well at all. Their bullpen has not been good. Um, but... They got a couple of starters who can go out and on any given night can hold you down and then they score enough runs. The most disappointed I was in this Cajun team all season was after the Texas State Series. Same. Because I said there is no way they should have lost a series to that team. And they did. Let me ask you this, though. Uh, Texas State, uh, I'm not sure what year their coach left. Was it the same year that we got Coach Deggs? I think because they won the conference tournament, they went to the NCAA, and then he retired, right? Uh, no, no, he had no. one. And first, they first of all, they didn't they didn't go to the NCAA. They didn't win the tournament. Okay. Um, they there was one year where they Ty Harrington's last year. They won the regular season championship. That's, that that's two, right. That oh yes, yes, ago. yes, yes. It was two years ago, and then he stepped down okay. after that year. That's right. They 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 lost in the tournament. That's right. So so basically, the t- same time frame as Coach Degso, as far as the new coach. So I'm going to give them a little pass on that this year, but at the same time, uh, they should have played better. And, you know, when you look at their numbers, and and I'm a numbers guy, I'm a stats guy, uh, they played 55 games, which is uh, more than any team. Next close is Georgia Southern, 51. uh, The Cajuns and Troy at, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Georgia Southern, 53. Troy, 51. Cajuns at 52. So, uh so when you look at their numbers, they seem bigger than they are because they played more games uh, than, than the other in the group. I, I'm just very disappointed in Texas State. 
uh, for many reasons. I, I thought they should have performed better. And, but at the same time, you're right. That was probably the most, the, the biggest punch in the gut when it came losing that series to them. Josh? I think, so before I answer the question, I'm going to ask you a question. When you look at Coastal, and obviously, you know, we talk about trends, and I think that's important, especially going into the tournament. Coastal strikes fear into the heart of any Sunbelt fan, supporter, coach, whatever. Why doesn't Texas State? Because Texas State had gaudy numbers last year, and it, you could put you could put Coastal no in Texas. No postseason history. Yeah. No post, that, that's it. See, Coastal strikes fear into you because of the name across there. That's chest. correct. That's correct. This is where I was going with that. Why can't Texas State get hot? They and why aren't they due? They they no they, no they absolutely can. Okay, there's a reason why they were picked to win the league. Um, was it fool's gold? What they did in what was it nineteen games? No, no, they were good. I think so too. No, they were good. Um, so I wrestled with it a little bit. You know, it's like coastal bothers me because I knew I, you just knew. I, you know what I mean? If you watch any amount of baseball, you just knew they're gonna. It's gonna happen somewhere along the line. They're just too damn good. But can they put two games back? Not you know, two games together is the question. This sure. short, and that's all that matters, right? At this point. right, and Texas State, you know, Texas State, they're just as dreadful as anybody else in the league. But they should not be. They, Texas State, is capable of beating both of the teams in their pool if they get a really good start that gets them deep into the game. And, and holds the opposition down. But I but I'm not I'm not afraid of Texas State. Okay. That's a good I'm way not, to say I'm it. not afraid of Texas State. And, and there's a difference. Uh, and, and I'm not saying we're afraid of Troy uh, of Troy or anybody in the league, but at the same time you're right. They you know, there's not that uneasy feeling even though they beat us. We know in my opinion I know we're better than they are. Well, I'll tell you what I am afraid of. I'm afraid of Tyler Tuthill. All right? We did not play Appalachian State this year. Mm. I remember Tuthill from two years ago. Oh, yeah. And and he was good. He was really good. This year, he's been the best pitcher in the league, not named Connor Cook, in my opinion. He has gone out and given his team a chance to win, and he has taken some real hard luck losses. Yes, there have been games. I mean, he's gotten beat three to two, two to one. Um, he is the crafty left-hander that we really haven't seen all year. Okay, he he is he doesn't he doesn't overpower you with his fastball. Everything moves, and he he makes you get yourself out. Yeah, he's an outstanding pitcher. They got a guy toward the end of the game who's really good. But the thing is this, Tuthill's going to get him through seven innings every single start because you're not going to chase him by beating him up. So uh, how, I I guess, for me, I'm a little surprised that App State's the number four seed. But at the same time, Tuthill, what what I've seen him pitch, and their uh, Thursday night's game, I think you know they started before we did, and, and I know we started late because of the rain in the area. Uh, so I, I was able to watch a little bit of their game, and he, he worked around things. He is pretty doggone amazing, and it's... Uh... And, and look, they've got... they Kermit Smith went out and did some recruiting. Appalachian State in the past, their biggest issue was they couldn't hit. Right. 
but they've got some physical looking guys on this club now and they're and they're swinging the bat better and guys this team just beat south uh, south alabama's top two pitchers you know so this is this is a team just like we said it wasn't your daddy's ulm team this ain't your daddy's app state team either i don't think well but, I, I, but, but tuthill i think makes them a real threat the question is can they win over texas state without tuthill because he's got to pitch Tuthill against the Cajuns. He that was, was going to be my question. Do you save him? And you have obviously to. you have to. You have to. And See, you're in a situation. If you're not the top seed in your pool, you got to be. You got to win them both. Yeah, you got to win them both. We're we're, we're going to get to some of this a little bit later, but at the same time, how big do you think of an effect was that they didn't get to play Coastal because they could literally be. Tied with Georgia Southern right now at fourteen and ten. Or, if they would have swept, they, or they could have been the five or six seed, exactly. the, the five seed, you know, because but the way, that series was canceled early enough to where I think Coastal probably would have handled them pretty. I'm not going to say easily. Coastal would have handled them. They were coming off. That was the weekend after we played Coastal. So okay, that means it was the second weekend of yes. conference play. All right, App State wasn't there yet. Wasn't there yet. Okay. okay. They, they weren't there yet. Does Cashin call the baseball games for no. Coastal? No. The guy that was calling the Coastal game against Wake Forest, actually, talked about the turning point in Coastal season. Would you like to know what he said? Coming to Lafayette and getting whooped. He said the Cajuns broke Coastal Carolina. Oh, I, I think there was a lot to that. I, I think especially by, by – I don't think – I think it, I don't think that, that would have been the same if we wouldn't have played that fourth game. But at the time Monday rolled around in that fourth game, you could tell it. It was like watching Rice in the 2015 in the Houston Regional. The Houston Regional. Yeah. Those guys were spent and were on the bench and said, "Hey, we're done. Get this damn thing over with." Yeah, yeah. It was um, so. So you know, it's why. And you know, the last thing I'm going to do is tell coaches what they're supposed to do. Because you've heard me say this a hundred times. The dumbest coach in America is smarter than me. Connor Cook's got to throw against App State. He has to. Because they're going to throw Tuthill and the Cajuns aren't going to get very much. But, so, so go ahead. No, you go ahead, man. I'm no, sorry. no, no. I, I'm, I've got something that's going to go a little bit further okay, on. Well, so I'll, I'll say this. Um, and this is specific to Diggs, okay? So, obviously this lineup that we have this year... We handle left-handed pitching pretty well. And I'm not by any means saying that Tuthill is not the real deal. Um, but if you go back to 13 and 14, and if you look at some of the Sam Houston teams that they coached, the left-handed crafty guy that would make you get yourself out has always – go back to Jackson State. I mean, you there's so many times in Degg's career, if you follow his career at all, where that was the kryptonite. If there is an opportunity – well – I'll just say this. If we're not able to get it done against Texas State and Tudhill's on the mound on Wednesday, I'm going to be drinking. Well, I, I agree. Actually, be, that would be uh, Friday. Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's Wednesday, Thursday. I apologize. If it's Thursday and Tudhill's on the mound and we need a win. So let, let's talk about, though, the left-handed pitcher, though. How big has Brennan Bro been coming in not not batting just against right-handed pitching, being able to hit both sides of the plate this year. And how big was he in able to let Deggs move by far probably the best athlete on the team from center field to third base? I personally think the move 
helped him at the plate. I think he was back at home, back yep. in center field. I think he was comfortable. And we talked about it here in one of the episodes early on. Brennan's got to be an integral part of the lineup. I think that he's comfortable in that role. And I think he took on that leadership role and that responsibility, and I think he ran with it. And I think that he was himself again. I, I think that he had a renewed sense of purpose. And I think it shows. I mean, you look at the numbers. Down the stretch last five weeks, I mean, he's... What's his batting average coming three, in? Are we on 322 or something like that? Uh, it was 318? Three, I, I want to say it was about 315. Okay, okay um, but still. And, but, but, but early still, on... No, no, look. He raised his batting average about 45 points over the last month of the season. Yeah. When, as soon as he was That's senior leadership, Absolutely. guys. Same thing with Drake Osborne. Yeah. They I, did what they had to do to win. Yeah. I, re- I remember there was one... There was one game. I said to Matt, I said, you need to put Brennan in the two-hole. And he looked at me and he said, you know I like my biggest bopper in the two-hole. I said, okay, well then, but you need to hit him more toward the front of the lineup, I think. I think that he will answer that. And he didn't do it for a couple of games. And then, you know, all of a sudden I wake up one day and and throws him a three-hole. And he stayed there the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. And and that's when he started to shine. I I think that Brennan's one of those guys. Okay, if you hit me in the in, in at the top of the lineup in the, in, in the top three, that means that you really believe that I'm the guy, and so I'm going to go be the guy. Um, and I think he's done that. You know, he's he's really and I and don't get me wrong. I'm not taking any credit for his for what he's of course done. Not, but I agree with what you're saying. But when he, you give a guy like Brennan Bros been here this long and he's got a certain amount of but whatever he, invested and you tell him, look man, we need you to carry us through the end of the season and we need you to take us there. Let's let's go. And you put him in the two or the three hole. Again, the results speak for themselves. He's got it. Look at the fewer number of ABs that he's had in comparison to the other guys who are at the top of this team in RBI. He's been he's been good at getting runners home. Yeah, um, and you know I think I think he's a key for the Cajuns this week. But I, um, you know, I want I would like to see in Wednesday's game. I think I'd kind of like to see Texas State win that game because I think that we can beat Texas State, especially if Lee doesn't throw. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're playing with house money against App because they've already got a loss. And 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 if you lose that game, you're still going to the semifinals because you're the top seed. Yeah. Um, I don't want it to sound like I'm, you know, just giving Tuthill way too much credit. I just think he's really good. And and I, I thought it was matchup. I thought it was really good two years ago for them and um, and you know he he's totally different um, makeup wise from from that from that dude that App had the first year that they were in the league oh, that's oh. when when, when they, the guy had a two and six record and was a first team all conference pitcher that guy Thurber I think his name was I, but, I, I can't remember his name but I know exactly what he looks like yep. Yeah. Talked to him after the game on the uh, there was a was he starting for him on Saturdays or Fridays? No, he was there Friday. Friday guy, guy. yeah. So we called him outside by the cooking club, and I told him I said you, you just you made us look stupid. No, 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 no. He was gone by then. 
He was a senior the first year. Yeah, we played over there, and they and, and they took us out of our boom, the and, they, and they beat us like fourteen to three or no, seventeen. No, no, he no, he he just cut us up. I think we scored one run off him, and and it was a close game. It might have been, yeah. But I'm it, not thinking the same guy. I'm no, thinking I, this guy I'm talking about, blonde this, head kid. This in 2016. He can spin it left handed. No, no, this kid's right handed. No, okay, different guy. I know who you're thinking about. His fastball was like 84. Yes, yeah. I, I I know here. No, this kid was a right hander. Okay, and. Like I said, he was two and six in a first team all conference. Maybe when the all conference team, if Tavera's on the first team, uh, then I'm going to say, see, same. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, this guy was really good. Yeah. I gave him a chance. Now it was the only game they ever had a chance to win. All right, because yeah. the because the team couldn't hit and they didn't have much other pitching. Um, oh, give them a lot of credit. They've come a long way in a few. Oh no, no, no they really had the, the coaching change when they when they made Kermit Smith the head coach. He, he got them better immediately. Yeah. And it is no longer okay. We got app this week. We can take a break. That's not the case anymore. That's that's not your daddy's app team either. You know they're they're very different in the way that they've raised themselves from ULM. But um, but no, they've gotten they've gotten a lot better. And and you know they deserve everybody's respect going in because they're because Tuthill can make you cry. You're yeah. gonna have, you're gonna have to find a way to manufacture a couple of runs, no, and then you're you're gonna have to pitch better than he does. He's good. For me, there's only there's there's only one scenario, and every Cajun fan, in my opinion, on, on Tuesday should be pulling for Texas State because that's the first team we play. Yeah. So if Texas State wins and we beat them, the worst we can do is one and one, and forget about everything else. I don't want I don't want the uncertainty there. I want Texas State to win, and I want us to get past Texas State in the first. And and again, that's my opinion. And and Jay brought it up. That's an automatic path it's a, to the it's bracket. It's a house money game. I yeah, and then then you're pitching lighthouse of the blind, the deaf, you know. The <laughs> yeah. See, that's the other thing that it does. If Texas State wins against App, and then you beat Texas State, now you don't have to throw Connor Cook on Thursday. You throw him in the semifinals. Saturday. Yeah, that does change a lot. That's a good point. So, uh, all right. Here's my question to you guys. Let's see if we're going to take a break. You've been asking questions I've been asking. Yes. I'm going to ask. Here, here it is. What does Deggs do against Texas State? Uh, I, I think for me, I, th- I, I, I still think Aaron Getty's a guy. Uh, Josh, what do you Austin think? Perrin. I don't know. I, I'd have to look at some numbers. and You, I mean, you know, you you know what? I, stuff you, in my face. I'm not going to suggest what he should do. Who didn't pitch this weekend? Um, yeah, I agree there. Austin Perrin. Didn't pitch it. Now he was warming up yesterday. Wait, I'll tell you why. Here's what I think, though. Also, he was warming up yesterday. Hayden Dirk, another wild card there. And, and you know, you kind of forget about him in the in the show. Yeah, but he didn't pitch it all this weekend again. Well, wouldn't shock me. All right, in my opinion, he yes. didn't pitch Hayden Dirk this weekend because those games were so tight, and you couldn't risk bringing somebody in who wasn't going to throw strikes. But don't you also think that he he would have been a guy that would have been a, a starter possibly, or as oh he, he still he still might be, but I don't think that's why he didn't pitch. Okay, okay, I yeah, think he I, didn't. With you. I think he didn't pitch because those games were so tight, and you had to have strike throwers come in and throw strikes. And, I, and it's I, the one thing that Hayden just hasn't mastered yet. Well, and and then you know when he's good, he throws strikes, and when he's not, he doesn't. And I agree, you can't take the risk in that situation. I, I think the same. But but I agree with both of you on on, on, on I, I'm just looking at the guys that didn't pitch, and again, Austin Perrin and, and Hayden Dirk. So I tell you, what, we're going to take one more quick break, though, and then we're going to get back 
to the championship bracket, okay? Okay, well, I'm going to... Um, You're going to? I I want to know what Matt Deggs is going to do on Wednesday against Texas State. You think he's going to start pairing? No, he no, said no. pairing. Okay, you I, think he starts pairing. I you think, think he starts Arigetti. Here's what I think he's going to do. I think he's going to pen it. All staff it? I think he's going to all staff it. I think, but if he does it, I think that's where Dirk gets to start, in my opinion, because he's already been a starter all year long. He may. He may get the start. And I'm just talking about three but, innings, but, two but, innings, but, three but innings. If, but if he gets the ball, it's going to be understanding he's only going to go a couple innings. Would I it, think, I really think he's going to piece that thing together. I think he's got, I think he loves his bullpen enough I agree that he to where he can go ahead and throw six or seven guys and not ask anybody to go five. What if Texas State wins? The, no, if Texas, I, that's what I was going to ask you. Is that if Texas State wins or if that's, or it I doesn't think, matter? No, I don't think it matters. Okay. I don't think it matters. Because if, if Texas State wins, it's a must-win game for the Cajun. Yes, it is. But I don't think that means that you have to throw this guy or this guy okay. or this guy. Yeah. I think that you've got, if you decide you're going to th- throw six guys and you know who it is ahead of time, and the starter's only going to give you two, I think that Matt Deggs thinks that that staff is good enough to win. Good and uh, I love it. I said, yeah. And if that's the play. No, that's what, that's what, that's why we're all here and we're talking. If that's the play, hey, what, what if, 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 especially if Texas State loses and that's the play and we're set up with Arrogetti and Cook for the weekend. I, I concur. I, I think it's, it's, uh, whoo, Lord, there's, I, 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 I tell you what, that's why you are not a coach. You are not a coach <laughs> and I'm not a coach. And that's why I am thankful at those times. All right, uh, now we can take a break. Now we're going to take a break. <laughs> now that the man said we can take a break. So you're listening to We're Talking with Jay Walker. You never did say who was coming out of that pool. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna assume we're all picking the Cajuns. Unless anybody wants to say different. And if you are, we're going to probably have to edit it out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going we're gonna to call it the Cajuns pool. Um you're listening to We're Talking with Craig Malasson, Josh Yagno, and Jay Walker, voice of the UL Raging Cajuns. Welcome back to We're Talking. Exciting night, talking uh, Raging Cajuns baseball. Uh, I know earlier we talked about the softball team. Just congratulations, ladies, on a, on, a, on a season well played. I know it didn't end the way you wanted to, but in the end, it only, only one team's happy at the end of the year. So, But I know Cajun Nation is very happy and very pleased at the way you fought till the end. You could have, uh, other things could have happened, and you, and you didn't let it happen. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, ladies. And uh, we're going to move on. And next year, we're looking for more things. All right, guys. So we're at the Sunbelt Conference tournament. We're on Saturday. Pool A pools plays Pool D. Pool A, South Alabama, which I think we all picked. It was South Alabama, unless anybody's telling me I'm wrong. I think South Alabama's going to come out of so uh, yeah, it'd be a South Al Troy semifinal, which is interesting. Um, South Al, if if if, yes. if our prediction holds true, correct? Okay, because I, I think I want to admit that I think Coastal comes out of it uh, over South Alabama. Yeah, I think okay. so. Well, uh, I think pitching beats them. In my opinion. It's 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 South Alabama or Coastal against UTA or Troy. Right. I think it's going to be South Alabama and Troy. Now South Alabama swept that series. They did uh, in Mobile. Um. 
you know, the favorite doesn't always win the tournament. But there's a reason why South Alabama won more games than anybody else. It's because over 24 games, they were the best team, yeah. and it wasn't a fluke. Um, I, I personally think South Alabama's playing on Sunday. I do. Um, I think they, I think they find a way to 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 win their pool, and and I think that in the semifinal, if it's against Troy or UTA, I I think that they find a way to get that done. I think they're playing on Sunday. I agree 100 percent that they are such a complete baseball team, and I, I love wait, their brand. Wait, of wait, wait, wait! They've got a 230 batting average. Doesn't they're matter. two. Uh, they're Doesn't not. It's not a complete team, though. Well, yeah. It but, is but complete when you they're the most complete team in this league. Yeah, in, in our league, I believe they're the because, most complete. Because they've got the second-best pitching staff, the best defense. Defense by a long shot. And 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 I don't care about their in. batting average. I don't in. care. I don't care. Their on-base percentage, runs per game, belies their team batting average. I agree with Jay. I, I, you got guys on the pond and you get them in, I think that's what matters. And, and call it the clutch gene, call it whatever you want. I mean, they hit the ball when it matters. Uh, and, and they have some guys that can get hot in the tournament. That's another thing. However, in my scenario, Coastal's coming out, and I think it's going to be Troy Coastal. So that's going to be a little bit of uh, an offensive fireworks situation if that plays out. And I like I like Coastal. So you're you're you're, you're so, so you he thinks so he thinks the worst team in the league is going to be playing for the championship. I do. I, okay. I think Coastal's going to be. So 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 you're saying Coastal over over who UTA or Troy? Troy. And, like and you're saying South Alabama over uh, over Troy? Over Troy, I like Troy to win that that pool. Yeah. Craig, what you got? Uh, I I think three games in a row in 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 the four. Uh, you know, uh, I want to pick UTA. Uh, well, then pick them. I'm picking UTA. I think right. UTA UTA moves on to the championship game. Okay. I think I I, I, I okay. I'm not sure why. It's it's a gut, and nothing tells me that I'm right or wrong. So, uh, Pool B versus Pool C with Georgia Southern, ULM, Georgia State versus Louisiana App State, Texas State. We've already all said that Louisiana advances. Uh, I, I think two of us picked Georgia Georgia Southern. One picked ULM. Yes, that's right. And uh, so uh, so all right. So a ULM Louisiana matchup. What do you think that does right now? I don't want to see ULM. I think ULM is going to play with their hair on fire in that game, and that's scary. Do you think though that they 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 run through their pitching to because they have to get to the next level? I mean, obviously, I think all of us do, but at the at the same time, do you think they run through their pitching, or do you think they they've got something at the back end of that? I think that because they're the three seed, it kind of changes things, and I think the scenario is if if they win their important game, and who is it? It's ULM, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, right? Right. Yes. If, if Georgia State somehow beats Georgia Southern, and by the way, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Right. Uh, I mean, the first game is ULM and Georgia State. If it's going to be an offensive game, does that even matter? I mean, well, if you're going to all-staff it, or, first of all, ULM doesn't have enough arms. That's they're my not, point. That's my point. Pitch, they're not going to pitch their ace on, so they pitch, uh, it's Tuesday and Friday, right? They're not going to pitch their ace on Tuesday. So that, that's my point, though. Do they have pitching to compete with us? Well, like Jay said, I think it, I think they're where they, the way that they play in the tournament helps them in the fact that their bullpen is not necessarily deep, but they've got three or four arms that can get them through. 
uh, and they're the higher seed, second highest seed. So if they can knock off Georgia Southern, that's the game. But I just don't see, though, that uh, with pitching, especially if things go right, if Texas State wins and we beat Texas State, I just uh, I think it's a whole new ballgame. I don't think anybody competes with us, no matter who we're playing in that game, quite honestly. Well, now, talking about our game in the semifinal, no, of course I like Louisiana, but I'm just saying from a spectator standpoint, from just a regular onlooker, I think that's a good if, baseball game. If the Cajuns get through the pool. Especially without, if we all stack if it. We, two, if, we, if we get winter. through the pool and we don't pitch Connor Cook, it doesn't matter who we play in the semifinals. Concur. Agreed. Moving on then. So, then you have, I, which I will assume we're all picking Louisiana again, but we have Louisiana versus... South Alabama. South or Alabama. Or Coastal. So, you've got the... Uh, so, South Alabama. Let's, let's look at South Alabama, Louisiana first, and, and you, everybody will get to comment on it. South Alabama and Louisiana, the two best pitching teams in the league, by far. Mm-hmm. Where do we go from there? What 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 needs to be done by either or both teams to advance? Is it going to be a pitching thing in, in when you're in the championship game or will it come down to defense? Or will well, it come down to hitting? It's going to come down to, I think, either bringing back your first guy on very short rest or throwing your fourth starter. Because, you know, South Alabama, and this is where I think Jeremy Lee's absence yep. might affect the Jaguars. Um they would have to bring Smith back. If Smith is going to be their opening guy, they'd have to bring him back in just three days rest. And that could pose an issue for them. Um, you know, Matt Deggs has got a little bit of mad scientist in him. Okay? <laughs> just a little you bit? Don't say. He's got a little bit of mad scientist. Shocking. And so that's why I'm thinking, all right, if you pen this one, and then you don't have to use Cook here. You use him to get to the championship game, and I haven't even mentioned Spencer Arigetti's name. Okay. So, you know, I think for the all right for the Cajuns to win the tournament, I think a lot of things have to fall right for them, because I think that there are some teams that through the course of the season showed me more than than what the Cajuns did. But if things fall right. The Cajuns can win the tournament. Um, and we'll see if they fall right or not. I mean, I, I'm not going to make a prediction about a champion because, first of all, I, you know, with, with what I do, I don't think that's my place. No. But I um, but I see a scenario where the Cajuns can win the tournament. But I still think the championship goes through Mobile on the way to Montgomery. And so we'll see. Do you guys remember what JoJo Booker did to the Cajuns in Game 3 in Mobile? Yeah. Wasn't pretty. Nope. I don't think they need Smith. I don't think they need... Now, they need Jeremy Lee for other reasons, but I don't necessarily think... I, JoJo Booker's my pick on Saturday. Okay. Right? I think that's who's going to get the start. I think that, again, we've mentioned it multiple times, defensively they are as good as it gets in the league. If it's South Al... Let me back up a little bit. Connor Kimball's got to get going. Ben Fitzgerald's got to get going. If those two bats are not swinging, 
I don't know if we get past Saturday. There's just there are gaping holes right now in in the middle of the lineup. Of course, Drake's doing his thing. He's just absolutely bludgeoning the ball every week, every week. But we got to have guys in the three, four, five hole that can get those runs in. But anyway, South Al, the matchup with South Al, if it's JoJo Booker, concerns me. Because of the history that he's had with this lineup this season. So I'll go there. If it's Coastal, and we got to go out and score runs to win, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Well, I, and I don't know how, and I'm not saying how in, in the sense of how they did it, but at the, at the same time, like like it was a surprise, but they, they took two midway games from, from Southern Miss. I don't know if that was a pitcher that went five innings that wasn't one of their three weekend starters. I haven't gone that far and looked at it. But it's obvious that they've got a little depth to their pitching staff. Oh, for sure. It's they've got a little depth because of that. They're you know they're the second best pitching staff in the conference right now. Um, you know I'm I mean we we could all say we're homers and we're going to pick the Cajuns, but the fact of the matter is, I don't think we're anybody will be surprised if South Alabama comes out of it as the champion, and uh, it will be a little shocking to me. Unless something tells me when I go over the numbers in the next couple of days, right. what they've done the last 10 games, what they've done the last 10 games in conference, so on and so forth, to see what they've been able to do. Uh, but it's it's just, it's one of those things that it's, it's you know, if it was so easy, and, and, and we're all homers, I mean, let's face it, that's, you know, I'm sitting here, uh, I've got a Cajun <laughs> shirt on, you got a Cajun shirt on, and Jay's got a hot 107.9 shirt on. But, you know, the fact of the matter is that, uh, that we're all going to pull for the home team. We're going to pick them. And I'm not sure that it would be any different. You know, I think the Cajuns have just as good as any uh, chance as anyone in the pool play and moving forward to the bracket play. So it's going to be. Well, yeah. And look, it's not outrageous to pick the Western Division champion to be in the final. Well, right? that's that's true, too. So, you know, I think the numbers bear out. Uh, and I really think it comes down to how you're playing and the matchups. And obviously, it's baseball. Anything can happen. I mean, guys, we've seen. Jay certainly seen some shit in his day. But, I mean, uh, I mean, if you're 137, you'd seen some stuff too. But right, all right, shut up. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it, like I said, all right, it comes down to matchups and how you're playing. That's why I'm picking teams that are trending right now. By the way, I think the Cajuns are trending. I agree. Is I mean, two two weekend sweep, not two sweep. Two weekend uh, series wins over the last two weeks of the uh, the conference play, I think, is huge, and I think it, it shows. I mean, when you had to against two of the better teams in the league. Any 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 more comments or thoughts, Jay, on the uh, tournament? Mm-mm, I'm done. It's uh, hopefully the weather treats us right. Hopefully, weather, the weather's going to be fine. It's going to be hot as hot hell, as a- but we're not going to get any rain. Okay, the man that not only is he a broadcaster, now he's a weatherman. So. Well, apparently you can be a weatherman, be wrong 90% of the time, and still keep your job. Oh, stop it. Stop it. I mean, those guys, I mean, if you're listening, I respect you. If you're not listening, you're right. They do get it wrong most of the time. Look, I think the larceny is kicking in. If you also were worried about having water in your home on this past Monday, and you also saw the forecast that I saw that called for two to four inches, okay? Yeah. I can make that comment today. Well... Just hold on one second here. We're going to 
think about something. All right, guys, you've heard our picks, uh, our opinions. Uh, not saying we're right or wrong because too many times, uh, honestly, you know, like I said, at the beginning of the thing, we've got an opinion about everything, and we're not sure we're right, and really don't care if we're right or not. We're, we're still going to give you our opinion, and if you don't like it, well, it is what it is, and that's what it is. So, But uh, I, if you made this far, thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> we've had a good time tonight. Spilled a little bourbon, which is unfortunate. But then again, none of the equipment got wet, so that's a plus. Uh, two things lastly. Uh, good luck to the baseball team. Congratulations on a divisional championship. I know that's not your uh, your final goal, and I think we can move further, and I think we can play better. So, congratulations. And lastly, and not not at all least, thank you, ladies, uh, for showing what what it's like to be a team with uh, with pride and conviction and doing what you did. I thought I thought you guys really showed what it's what it means to be a raging Cajun and not giving up and always pushing forward. So, any last words, Josh? Agreed. This is not uh, on topic, but how about Kiowa Island Ocean Course, Phil Mickelson at 50 years of age, putting on one of the most epic performances uh, of my lifetime. It was absolute. that scene was pandemonium. Awesome, awesome golf uh, tournament and great major for this year. Uh, you you and I text back and forth on it, and, and I'm a huge Phil fan, and I think, uh, especially as I get older, I respect the, uh, I'm not going to say I respect my elders as I'm looking to someone that, who's going to speak next, but <laughs> I respect what you can do at any age at this point as we grow. Crowning so, achievement of his career, already Hall of Fame career, that was incredible. Jay. Enjoy the tournament, everybody. That's it for We're Talking. Thank you. If you, if you made it this far, we appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back and we're going to be live from the tournament all week. I'll be there. Jay will be there. I think Josh is planning on making it over. At the same time, we'll have some some of our friends from around the Sun Belt. Danny Reed, Colin, Colin, uh, Lacey. Lacey. I wanted to call it, say Colin Lindsay, and I knew that was wrong. He's going to kick your ass. Baby. Yeah, Josh Sowers, uh, all of our buddies, Brant Freeman. We'll see you in Mobile. Uh, not Mobile, Montgomery. Uh, maybe that I did have a little too much larceny. <laughs> For We're Talking, Craig Melanson, Josh Yagno, and Jay Walker, Voice of the Cajuns, we're signing out, and thank you. Any redistribution or reproduction of any part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited, except, ah, uh, who the hell are we kidding? Distribute it, share it, put it in your podcast, broadcast it, or put it on social media. Just give credit where credit's due.